Stephen Hawking and welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Stephen Hawking or Albert Einstein? Do they know? Um, I don't know. Well, I'm going to say Einstein because he came up with a lot of shit that gave Stephen Hawking his ability to do right. things. So Stephen Hawking was kind of a, a ripoff of... Coattails. Uh, he was on Einstein's coattails the whole time. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. I know how that feels. I mean, Einstein is probably pretty frustrated at this point. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Don't I mean, writers are annoying. No they are annoying. They hold you down. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, how are you, my friend? Welcome to this Saturday night with the sloth. Uh, I'm good. Maybe we should have started with the, uh, not the howl, but a uh, meow. Yes. Uh, actually, you're not. So, a week last Saturday this happened, right? It my place up in Three Rivers, right? The place where I've been doing our research and development for marijuana. Sure. Uh, I left a little tote outside, right, for these cats. You know, sometimes I'm just a, I'm just a kind soul, Rufus. You right? are. That you are. So there was this black and white cat that was like would stay in the tote, okay? Okay. And I didn't really think too much of it. She would always run off when we showed up there. Well, last Saturday I go up there and the cat peeks its head out of the tote and doesn't run off. And I'm like, oh. I knew right then that the cat had had kids. Baby. Right? Okay. So I go down to the dollar store and I get food and the cat's eating like crazy, right? And she's feeding these kittens and all this stuff. Everything's good. I was there yesterday. Cat was with her kittens. I put the food out. Uh, you know, I went home. And, I mean, these kittens are super duper tiny. So I go back up there today after golf and it's all, I, like, I put, these, put the food in like these tinfoil foil. Loaf pans, you know what I mean? Like you can buy it. I bought them at Dollar General. 
but yeah. I could load them up for a couple of days worth of food for this little cat. Sure. And um, I go there today, and the, those are all, like, trampled, and all the food is out of them, oh, right, no. which is pretty crazy because it was a lot of food. And the big mama cat is missing, and two of the kittens are missing. Scavenger? And the two little baby cats are in there. Well, I don't know because, you know, the mama cat could have taken the other two cats somewhere else if someone came and, like, ruffled their, you know, ruffled her feathers at the place or whatever. But when I put food in the food bowls, I thought the mama cat would come for sure. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. So now mm-hmm. I'm concerned, yeah, that something happened to the mama cat and two of the kittens. And she left two kittens there. So I put the two kittens in a box. And I put them on a blanket, and I brought them – I took them to my dispensary, right, because I was stopping at the dispensary to buy some joints anyways. And one of the girls that works at the dispensary, uh, she's like, I just lost my cat of 12 years. And I went in, and I'm like, man, I just uh, just have kittens in the car. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm kind of in a hurry. And I'm like, oh, my God, for real? And then this lady, Shelby, comes up, and she goes, I just lost my cat of 12 years. I think this is fate. Right, and I said, "Well, these cats are super little. I'm like, they're super tiny. They're going to need hand fed and stuff." She's like, "I hand fed my other cat when he was wow. a tiny little baby." I'm like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Yes." So she, I was like, "You want one of these cats?" She's like, "I want both of these cats." No kidding. Yes. I'm like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Absolutely." So she's like crying. She's so happy. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, "Okay, they are your cats now." Here, I can show you a picture. Oh, I sent you the picture of the little one. Yeah. yeah. Cute. Cute. I mean, their eyes aren't even open, dude. That's wild. And this one right here, this little calico, reminded yeah. me of my favorite cat that we had when we moved in here, Patches. Super beautiful, smart, smart, super smart cat. Super tough, too. And uh, I was going to keep her, but you know what? I think Shelby will give that cat a super good home. And I want to keep the brother and sister together if I could. You know, that's not – I encountered a cat today for the first time in years. Really? We don't, we, don't, we don't have a cat, but we went to this nursery to buy some plants for the garden and, and stuff, and they had a couple of cats there, and one of these cats was super fucking chill. I, I was just roaming around, you know, looking for shit to take pictures of, and there was this little cat just laying there and just kind of looked at me, and I started petting this cat, and he or she, I, I didn't, you know, investigate, was super affectionate and adorable and, like, purring and, you know, would do that. No, right. that. Well, uh, let me show you the the other cat, the, the mama cat, and how sweet she was. I just, like I said, I was just there yesterday. And here's the mama cat. That's her eyes right there looking up. And there's the little baby cat behind her. Oh. I think there was four of them. Yeah, because there's a little black and white one there that wasn't there today. And she was super duper sweet, dude. She was, let me, I get here. When I was there the day before yesterday, she's like, Putting her paws up, letting me oh, pet her, fucking my hand to pet her. And I'm like, what the heck? Well, I hope nothing happened to her then. Me neither, because I told Shannon I should bring that cat home yesterday. And I wow. didn't. Yeah, I hope it wasn't a predator. I hope you're right. That somebody well, I mean, came by the deal is, scrambling to get the kittens out. Right. Well, it's something, because this asshole with his dogs next door, he lets he takes his dogs over and lets them sniff around over on my side of things. And they probably run up there. And they fucking probably ate all the shit and got the mama cat all upset. You know what I mean? Mm. And she's like, well, we can't stay here. You know? Oh, man. So I don't know. I don't know. Or who the fuck knows? I didn't see any blood. I didn't see the mama cat's body anywhere. But also, 
while I'm standing on my back porch, I look over and my neighbor's dude, who's, his name is Gene, he's all right. His kid, who is mental, looks like to me, has got his head shaved basically like fucking taxi driver. What? And I'm like, what a fucking freak of nature this fucking guy is. You know what I mean? So I'm like, who knows? Who knows what happened? You know, people are fucking sick. There's so many fucking sick people out there, dude. I just can't. I'm just worried to death, honestly, Rufus. I'm thinking about after the show, driving back up there and see if the mama cat's there. Um, you might do that. I mean, can you put something out? You think if you put more food out and just wait? Did Did you give the cat a name? Would it respond to anything? No, I mean, like I said, the last couple of days was the first time I could even pet the cat or even she even wanted to stick around when a human showed up. Yeah. But she really was being super affectionate after she had her kittens. You know what I mean? She wasn't scared. And I told Shannon, well, we'll keep the mama cat. We'll get rid of the kittens. That was the plan. Now, mm-hmm. now no mama cat. And I'm worried. Man. Well, she- <sighs> Rufus, Rufus, Rufus. Am like I too kind? Am I too good of a soul? Is that my downfall? No, no such thing. I don't think so either. A lot of people, though, would call me weak or whatever, but I just don't believe in that. I don't believe it. No. How is wanting to help a fellow creature? You know what? Some people would think that's insane. As crazy as it sounds, I'm telling you, some people are like, why would you want to do that? Why would you ever do that? Of course, if if cats have horns, if cats had horns, I'd hunt them. Well, yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you? So I got to smoke some weed real quick, Rufus. I'm sorry. You're going to have to bear with me for a second. Can you bear with? No, at least by watching you, I can maybe experience in some mental, sad, pathetic way. I need to send you something. I do. Are you open to taking something over the mail? I don't have a problem with it. I don't want you to get in trouble. Well, how would I get in trouble? I'm not putting a fucking I'm, I'm paranoid even without it. No, I'm sending it because I just bought some 5% terpene cold snap today. What the fuck is that? fucking tasting shit I've fucking had in a long time. Oh, that's oh, strange. Okay. <laughs> it sounded like, like something you pack something in. I thought maybe it was like uh, the packaging that like absorbs odor or something. I think it's like a cold snap, like weather-wise, right? It's super purple. It's super duper dark purple looking shit. Awesome. You would be impressed. I need to uh, break out another seed and give that an, another shot. And I want to because it was a fun project until I fucked it up. How did you fuck it up? You know, we never really got into what was going on. You know what? Can I? I got to light my real quick. I honestly don't know. So entertain the folks while I light the incense, could you? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the morning zoo with Zigzag and Rufus. We could do a morning show. Dude, I we could. To morning show here, and I'm like, those guys aren't even funny. Every, I, I, I have the uh, iHeartRadio app, so I listen to radio shows from, like, every town I've ever fucking lived in. And every one of the morning shows, I'm just like, come on, really? These guys are getting paid? Like, to... guys, they don't get paid a lot, though, do they? Some of them do. I mean, the, the guys in Austin, uh, the Dudley and Bob show that has been on since I was on, in high school. Yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah, they actually just fired the Dudley guy. Yeah, but, I thought I, I read that in the paper there. But he stuck his fucking life. I mean, his salary was like $300,000 a year. Why plus... did they can him? I, uh, what did Neil Dudley do? He was a little politically, not incorrect, but he was not Texas-friendly in his political views, basically. 
Well, you know, he's extreme, extreme liberal. I mean, he's like us, and he would not hesitate to fucking, you know, voice his opinion on, on certain things. And So yeah. Joe Rogan moves to town and Austin has to turn into fucking conservative cocksuckerville? Well, what sucks is they kept the other two guys, uh, Bob. They kept Bob. Bob, so I, I like Bob. He's cool. But the other guy's a stand-up comedian, and he's kind of obnoxious and... Long story short, I don't really listen to it anymore. Hey, I had an idea for a business again today. You want to no. hear it? And it's kind of one that we talked about before, but it's comical epitaphs, right? Okay. <laughs> but I want to call it epilaphs. That's brilliant. Right? And we could do like, you could, I am the man in the box, right? For a guy like Lane Staley. How funny would that be? Awesome. Is this this is so this is related to the didn't we have like Mad Libs obituaries or something? Yes, right. We were gonna help people write their own obituaries. And actually we were just gonna host a spot where you go and write your own obituary. Right? So you can keep it up to date because who wants someone else writing their obituary? I I don't even know who writes obituaries. I mean, usually that's why you know what? That's why most of them are like two sentences. Because people are like, oh, he's dead now. They're like, what did Joe do? I don't know. Joe was in the Army. Joe had a couple of kids. Good enough, right? We're done right. with Joe. But okay. I think if people had a place to go and write and update their own obituary, I mean, my obituary would be like a page long. be about hypersloth. Oh, yeah. You know, there'd be a ton of fucking cool stuff in my obituary. How Not just like, you know, a couple of sentences, but we could help people sound more important in death than they do in life. I would rather sound more important in death than in life because I don't think I'm ever going to sound important in life. Probably not. But in no. death, people are like, God damn, that was a fucking important dude. How'd we miss out on that guy? There's something about dying that just gives you some instant gravitas that you never had before. You know, it's like you survived life long enough to die. It makes you some right. kind of hero. It right. does, especially if you die of natural causes. You fucking fought Mother Nature, of all things. Right, until you got cancer, basically. Which is, I think, Mother Nature cheating. Well, right. They're like, you've lived long enough. Cancer cancer is the answer. That's probably what Mother Nature says. Cancer I, I, is the answer. I'll put that on a bumper sticker and see how many rocks get thrown at <laughs> your that, car. Put that on your Put that in epilapse. Cancer is the answer. Oh my but my God. friend Jim, we were talking about today when we were golfing, and he's like, I think mine would say, I was kind of a big deal. That's not too bad. <laughs> that, that actually was pretty funny. That was kind of a big deal. <laughs> I think that would be awesome on someone's tombstone. You know what? What we should do is just trademark he was a loving husband. Oh, all the generic ones? Right, all, like, all the generic ones. We'll trademark them. And then we'll sell subscriptions to the places that make the headstones, right? And we'll oh. let them use them, and they can pay us, like, fucking 60 bucks a month or whatever, and they can use our fucking catalog of epitaphs. And for a fucking extra 20 bucks a month, they get fucking epilaphs. Epilaphs for an extra 20 bucks a month. And we so got to throw in the obituary it. thing. Let's do it. Let's, we have a whole business model here. We do. We do. We do. As usual. As usual, a little late start, but we have a business to run. It's not just a business model. I mean, this is like a whole like industry sector that's been created. <laughs> it really, it revolutionizes the whole fucking uh, that market. It's I mean, disruptive. If I just go into a place 
and they seat you, right, and you're picking out your casket or whatever, and they're like, well, how would you like to look through Epitaph today, right? He memorializes his loving husband or son or father or whatever, right? You just have to pay a small trademark fee. What, Dude. you know? You're dead. What do you care? Your life insurance will pay for it. Our whole process, like in, in the uh, the store, you know, whatever we create where this is sold, it's going to be like buying an Apple product. It's going to be like the Apple store where you walk in, you have caskets <laughs> right. and like people and like khakis and polo shirts, and they're going to they're going to sit down and guide you. Yeah, yeah. why not? And then at the very end, they hit you with an epitaph or an epilaph. Right? How do you do? You want people? Do you want people to be sad when they fucking look at your headstone, or do you want them to have a laugh and be like, "Man, uh, Rufus was a good guy." I, you know, thinking about looking. That's the guy that look at he picked out for his fucking his headstone. It says, "I am the man in the box." I would, I would want the laugh. I would, right. I don't know what I'm going to leave on my headstone, but it's going to be something that just cracks somebody up. Well, you know what you should do? We should start a fucking hosting site where you start typing out what you want on your fucking headstone but you know what's going to suck is i'm probably going to die prematurely and and unexpectedly and somebody else is going to write it and it's boring that is what i'm saying we make it so it, it can't be done like that right we force the fucking papers to search our fucking database for a fucking subscription fee to find out when someone has done their own fucking obituary or what we do is when someone starts an account we fucking notify their local paper right uh where they're living at the time yes to watching out for this obituary or we automatically you know we have an api key where it's just combing through fucking names yes. and i mean doesn't that make sense it does make sense you got names and birth dates what more do you fucking need to to get the information synced I mean, people have so little control over their actual lives, they have even less control after they fucking die. You give right. people control over their fucking legacy and their memory. Why wouldn't you want that? Complete control, right? Right. Maybe you weren't so good at controlling your life. Control your life in death. TM. TM. God bless. Oh, TM. <laughs> what we really need to do is trademark born and... Uh, born and died names on fucking monuments. Yes, that's what we Those where we really need to make our bread and butter. And years. <laughs> we'll do years, yeah. too. And the good news is we only have to do 2022 going forward. That's, that's true. Man, we should have thought of this before COVID. We'd be rich. Oh, right. We could have made another mill. <laughs> exactly. I guess what we really need is an app that notifies you when there's specials on fucking uh epilapse or even a headstone special or something you might want to read about whatever you know whatever interests you in death everything's better with an app the app could notify you when you're driving by a headstone manufacturer beep, 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 beep. check it out oh. have you got have you picked out your headstone yet but do you have an idea for your headstone i mean i'm going to be cremated i'm going to so, be cremated too I mean, I have to think of an epilaph for that. I've said, uh, ouch. I mean, what do you say if you're cremated? I mean, there's got to be something. Oh, I burned twice. Once once on earth and once in hell. Sure is hot in here. Sure was hot in there. Now, now here's someone leave the gas on. There you go. 
Are you gonna Are you gonna be in an urn, or do you want it spread? I want it spread. I want it spread. spread what right I really right. want, okay, I'm gonna tell you, is insane as I've told my wife this, so she knows. I have all the re- cremated remains of all my pets, right? Yes. And so I want all our bones and teeth and hair mixed together, and then I want it scattered some down by Barton Springs. Yeah. In Austin, right? Not 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 the good, not the one side of Barton Springs, but up above the springs. Sure. Right. There was like a trail back there where I used to go with Pitsky, and we I used to just smoke weed by myself there and look over the springs. So some there. And I'm trying to figure out where else. I know I want some there, though, because I remember sitting there smoking a joint one time being like, this is about as perfect as it gets. Should I drive by Roehampton and throw some out the window? Yes, yes, Roehampton. Did we talk about that one time, Roehampton? And we're going to put up a historic marker in Roehampton. I'm just going to do that. They're going to come home and find a historic marker in their front yard. Right. What would someone do? You think they, and you know what? And then, like, pay cars to drive by and stop (laughs) and, like, look. It'd be lucrative for them. The house. I probably would have had to die there, though, to, to really memorialize Roehampton. Well, I don't know. I mean, that was you a know what? My regular person did an alter ego. Uh, Zigzag was born there. So I did die there, in a sense, Rufus. That is true. I died and was reborn there. Yes. yes. That is your... Uh, where was that cave that Jesus was buried and was right. and walked out again? It, that's right. Roehampton is that. It is, for sure. There's no doubt. We just need to roll a giant boulder into the front yard. <laughs> That's what we'll etch the memorial on. Yeah, uh, the giants lock their door with a giant fucking boulder. Put it in their driveway. So, I mean, really, I don't. I think we have a winner here. I think we have another winner. I think I so, think too. So. Now we need to figure out. I, I mean, do it. It. we don't, though. We have. We need to put the team on it. We need to we figure out how to get other people to do it. That I mean, what? That's all we need, dude. We should start a Kickstarter. I don't. I mean, I don't know a lot about Kickstarter, but we should start one that says, "Fund our ideas, right? Fund our fucking ideas. Get rich. Trust me, we've got good ideas, but we can't tell you what they are. But see, then people would. We would have to do it under some corporate name or something because people could just Google the show and find out what the ideas were without investing. Or do we do teasers? We just do teasers for ideas. I had a great right, idea today yeah. when I was golfing with the guy, and I, I told him about it. He's like, that's a fucking great idea. What? I can't tell you because this – You can tell me. But not on the show, I don't think. I don't want to jinx it. Every time I tell it on the show, eventually it becomes someone else's product. I mean, dude, I'm seeing that shit for Truebill every day and wanting to fucking kill someone. Yeah, me too. We actually see – we're seeing – you know, we – I had an ad in the Notre Dame newspaper trying to find a fucking coder. Yeah, yeah, we we put up an ad on like uh, Elance yeah. or something. Yeah, and actually that one guy got back to us from LifeLock, but he was Russian and we pushed out. And I don't know why, because that's how good of an idea that was. Truebill took that idea and fucking did it. It's, and it's our idea, exact our same idea, idea was better. Our idea was better. It would actually yeah. find you a, a free subscription to whatever you're canceling the subscription for and sign you up for a 30-day thing, then auto-term that at the yep. end of the fucking 30 days and then look for a fucking another one. Zigzag. What are we doing? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, You know what? I already figured out the pot business, so that's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> <clears throat> you know? For, 
whatever your dream is, unless it's fucking hyper slots, I don't know. Corporate pot has been turned in exactly what I said it was when I was writing those skits. Right. At week. I'm practically what, at week. That's what I'm saying. What we have to do for the next idea that we do, that we actually get people to execute, is let them do the executing. We don't need to execute nothing. This is we just the problem. Need to say, this to that, yes, no, yes, no. The people that want to execute are not capable of executing. They just want to boss. They want to boss people. They don't want to fucking execute ideas. They just want to feel important. Yeah. The yeah. place I suck right or I work right now, dude, because of three people, three of the people that I work upstairs with, out of the fucking fifty that work there, are ruining it for everyone culturally. Who's? Let me. Let me. I, I think I know the answer to this. Yes. But of everybody who works for this new company, yes. Who is, are are the coolest, most awesome people to hang out with? The the ground troops who are like in the dispensary and like actually Those are the coolest the people and the grow people. Or the or, corporate guys. Which one? Well, here's the, the deal. I'm, I'm kind of a corporate outsider in my own company right now because I prefer to hang out with the people in the dispensary and the people Back. in the grow part. And I don't sit upstairs wasting time in meetings that are fucking pointless. Right? And I give the best ideas. The other people have no ideas in the meetings, dude, because they don't understand the culture. They don't understand the product. So they're busy trying to turn this company, Rufus, into something that it never can be because they're trying to take a cannabis company and turn it into uh, basically an RV business. And it's not going to fucking work. It's what not What does that working. even mean? Like, what, what is their game the, plan? Their corporate mentality is it's 1954, and old man Potter is fucking counting the shillings. You know what I mean? And you, if, you're, if you're having fun at work, you're not working hard enough. If, you know what I mean? It's insanity. It's fucking insane. It's everything that you would want, not want in any business especially a fucking cannabis business is happening where I fucking work right now. And I'm basically ready to just tell them fucking I'm done. I need a fucking buyout because I can tell you this is not going to fucking work. We have the most beautiful facility, the most beautiful fucking thing in the world. And this fucking guy is ruining it because he's nuts. What is he like? What are his ideas that he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any ideas. And he squashes good ideas because they're not his, right? He's the kind of guy, his wife even told me, if you want him to do something, you have to make it his idea. And I looked at her and I said, I will never do that. This is the same guy that out of our fucking, we were having our handbook written. Yeah, and in yeah. one copy it said, it's okay to steal people, or it's not okay to steal people's ideas. He had that line removed from the fucking handbook. What? I shit you not. That's the true, that's a true fucking story. I should have fucking quit that day. Wow. Well, that's depressing to hear because yes. I thought it was all going really it's good. Depressing and everything to live. Like... It's depressing to live. Damn, zigzag. Yeah, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Is it, is it, okay. Is it a regret that you didn't stick with the whole pamphlet deal? Is it that <laughs> bad? Yeah, you know what? It's not that. I would. I would, yeah, I would rather be doing pamphlets right now for sure. Not that I don't love the business, and the business is kind of perfect except for those people steering it into the ditch, and that's what they're doing. They Could you are buy them out? The, what? Could you buy them out? I, I don't think I would want to. I'm almost feeling like it's too far off in the ditch. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I really do. And so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would. I just don't. It seems like such a simple thing. Like how can it go back? You grow it. They would never let me buy them out, right? He because they want to be the boss. Too bad, right? They they all they're worried about is being the boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, those kinds of guys. Right. He would ride it into the fucking ground. So you know what? Basically, I'm taking a step back right now and saying you have complete control. So because he's always telling our other partner, I'm undermining him, or you know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, you have complete control, and now it's going to go to fucking shit. Then what? He'd then if you really need to, hopefully you'll fucking walk away. He'd rather be the boss of a failing company yeah. than the employee yeah. of a successful one. Right. Not even an employee, just a, just a normal person, right? Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a bit like Trump's MO yeah. whenever he does the business. So you put it this way, he has some Trump thoughts. But it's what? weird. I got in business with people, and I'm like, how bad could they be, right? I've worked with a lot of people. I've worked in a lot of fucking industries. Yeah. You know what I mean? And worked with all kinds of fucking people. And I've never met any more fucking damaged or fucked up people than these fucking people. Jesus, God. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like such a mismatch for this industry. It is. That's the problem. And they don't want to let the person or even the people with the knowledge of the product and all that stuff to fucking help make it successful. Because it's not their idea. So what do they think is going to make it successful? Wearing a collared shirt. So they're just all about it's the business, the actual work environment is all that's important. Right. Wear the shirt and who are you telling what to do? And no talking at work to other people because if you're talking, you're not you're not being productive. This is this is how a, a fucking operation works, right? It's like a like a a uh, iceberg, right? Iceberg. This is an iceberg. This is where all the action really happens down here under the water, right? Always. Where the fucking workers are and the customers and all that stuff and the plants and all that stuff, right? That's where I like to be because I want to know exactly what's going on. This is where they're at. The top fucking little 1% of the iceberg is all that they see, right? So they think we, everything is fine. Everything is fucking normal because they're not down there seeing what the fuck is going on. And everything down there is normal. Everything at that top little 1% is super fucked up, crazy. People that are, they're micromanagers. Micromanagement is a fucking disease, right? And it scares off yeah. good workers because people don't need to be fucking micromanaged, especially when you hire people that know what they're doing. Right. And well, their micromanagement is scaring off fucking qualified people because people are like, I don't have to live like this. I get it. And I'll tell you what. Micromanagers are weak people who want yes. to be important. Absolutely. That's where micromanagers yes. come from. It's, uh, you're exactly right because it's, when you're a micromanager, you have very little confidence. Very right. little confidence in your or own skills. abilities, right? So you over – and this is what happens. Uh, a micromanaged firm starts to become top-heavy, right? With oh, people yeah. who want to hire people – to do jobs because they don't want to do them, but they want to tell people how to do them. And then those people hire people too. Yeah. Right. It's so top heavy where I'm at, dude, you have no fucking idea. It's insane. It's insane. 
It's so and we're talking, to hear. this Rufus is a fucking $20 million business. <laughs> ludicrous. Ludicrous. It and this guy would rather push it into the ground. And that's why I'm like, you're taking the wheel, dude. I'm admittedly stepping back. You're going to run it. Let's see how it does. You got like fucking 45 days. And do, I, do I need to move up there and come on board? Yes, absolutely. Dude, you know what? If you have experience running a lemonade stand, because uh, you would have more fucking qual- be more qualified than the people I'm working with. I've micromanaged lemonade stands before. Well, yeah, that's what we need is more micromanagement. <laughs> Great. I'm micro because I'm only five foot seven, and I'm a manager. There you go. You're hired. You know what? Sure. Can we give you a hundred grand a year? Sure. Okay. They'll do it. Yeah, of course we will because they're also the same kind of person that gives out fucking inflated salaries to unqualified people to try to buy loyalty. Yeah, that sounds. And that works. It kind of works it, on some people. Some people it doesn't, but some people it does. Man. Bad yeah, dude, welcome to the show. Yeah, if I was in the VIP, Double Z is going to tell you how fucking it's really fucked up in the world of business. It's really just people. And this is the other deal. Yeah. The guy fucking hates me too because people like me and they don't like him. I was out <sighs> sick. People came up to my office and were saying, Man, so glad to see you back, right? Like, and I was starting to feel bad because I'm, these people are going to get in trouble. And my fucking, the guy I work with, I'm, I guess you could call him my partner, is like, well, no one ever comes in and says that when I'm out. Yes, and all I can think to myself is this, because people fucking hate your guts. It's that simple. <laughs> He's a micromanager. Right. Yes, they're glad to see him out. There's people that tell me when they turn the corner and see his car, their fucking stomachs churn. And I know oh. that's true because mine does. How do people not realize they're that guy? That, because I think some of them are like, they get off on being that guy, right? They, they, they they're blame. like, I always wanted to be that guy ever since I was a little kid and I peed my pants. You know what I mean? And kids made fun of me. I want to be that guy. They blame the people who don't like them for not liking like, them. Right. Instead yeah. of thinking like, why don't people like me? Right. Is it because I'm Absolutely. an asshole? Well, and when you don't smoke marijuana, you're not gonna, you shouldn't be in the fucking pot business. No, no, that, that's true. I mean, unless you're going to be a silent partner and you're just like, here's a shitload of money. You guys know right. how to do well, it. You yes. do it. That's what you should do. That's what I was looking for. And I had it pretty much until this fucking hamburger got involved. I assume I, that's how that whole operation was going down. It was just some rich guys going being... to. That's exactly what it was going to be. Then the little brother of my partner got involved after he died, and now it's all fucked up. Oh. Man, yeah, oh man. Where the point where my wife is like, just walk away and let it fucking burn and let's move on. What will you what do then? Do? I mean, do you have a severance package or can you yes. go back to pamphlets? Yes. Oh, I mean, plus I have my ownership in that place. So oh, yeah, the yeah. building and shit is worth money. <laughs> you know, I could probably make something off of the fucking sale of the assets. Nice. Probably not a lot. I mean, enough to probably buy a couple of years. And your house is paid off, right? Yes. Yes. And you got a pontoon boat. Right. Life is good. Life, Life is good. And you know what? If I don't have this place, I got a smile on my face all the fucking time, dude, because I'm not an unhappy person. That's you know? I mean, I already have another plan for another marijuana business that I could do and do pretty well at pretty quickly. And I'm not going to tell you that. I'll text that to you, too. I was going to tell you, do not tell me that now. No, I'm because... not. I am not, for sure. 
No. But I, 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 I would like to know. In on it already. She wants to do it. So there's alternatives out there. I mean, I don't – you know what? I can just say you guys take care of it. You're the experts or you think you're the experts. They're going to run into the ground. I have no doubt that that's what will happen if they continue to run it, right, which I'm hopeful is not going to happen for very much longer. But it surely will not succeed. Well, as long as you're okay. You know what? End. I had so many fucking good ideas and I've given that place. I mean, awesome stuff that is complimented every fucking day, dude, and like as groundbreaking in the fucking marijuana market in Michigan. And that makes them even madder at me. How dumb are they? Do the, okay, here's the deal. They just come never from money. They've never, never had an idea of their own. They've never had an idea of their own. I guarantee you he's on the spectrum. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> yes, very much so. And has undiagnosed ADHD. That he always laughs about. Like, you know, I have ADHD. Well, there's medicine for that. It helps. You know what I mean? Don't. It's not a point of pride, right? I don't, people don't. When you have ADHD, it's not like you're high on cocaine or whatever, and like getting a bunch of shit done. You can't even finish no. one tiny fucking task. No, it's, oh, it's completely it's, detrimental to, to Right, it's not something. like you're like, hey man, you got ADHD, you're like speeded out and getting a lot of shit done. No. You right, can't right. even think for fucking two seconds in a coherent thought. All right, I'm done bitching about work. Oh. Thank you, Rufus. Well, you I, I, I'm curious about your other ideas. So yeah, send me a text or an email. I or have something. a couple good ideas. Well, I don't know if your ideas are good, so I, I want to know. They're not all good. They're, there's the good ones, and then there's the super extra fucking awesome good ones. So they're not all just good. Some of them are super fucking extra awesome. All right. Good. I, I stand corrected. The yes. point remains. That's usual. Let That's me usual. know. Maybe I want in. I got a few bucks oh. so I can. I, this would be so cheap to start, dude, you wouldn't even fucking believe it. Well, then it's even better. Let me know what it God, is. We should do it. I wonder if there's a legal loophole. We could do it in Texas. We almost could. It's legal in Texas, right? Nothing's legal in Texas. Abortion? Come on. <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say it. Yeah, despite all the uh, freedom flags around here, ain't nothing fucking no I one free. Roe versus Wade thing is they're taking away the rights, so places like Mississippi can turn from anti-abortion states into abortion states. They're like, come to a Mississippi and get your abortion because we don't really have anything else. We only have abortions. We we don't have a – our state makes nothing. <laughs> That's what they'll put on their, their welcome no, sign when abortion. abortion capital of the world. Right. Why not? They could have the Best in Fetus Festival. Oh, my God. I mean, what people are like, we're pro-life. You're not pro-life if you're pro-making people – like, these are the same people that didn't want to wear a mask. They're like, now we're going to make a woman carry a rape baby to fucking term. And it's the same people who will never adopt a baby. <laughs> right. Yes, of course not. They're not from the Aryan nation. And apparently, I, I don't want to – I can't make too many claims about this because I just saw the headline. I didn't have time to read the article. But apparently it was floated somewhere in some government, state or federal, that anyone who gets an abortion can get the death penalty. Yeah. And I'm like, how pro-life is that? Tip or tat, dude. Does that make any fucking sense? No, that's why they're doing it. Okay, 
Now imagine that happening, but it's your pot business. <laughs> because those are the kind of decisions that are being made in, in with by people at my pot business. Oh man. Just nonsensical ridiculous decisions that you, anybody would be like, why would you do that? So they seem like just corporate guys who want busy work for themselves, and in order to feel important, yes. they have to just make a bunch of bullshit up. and improve. Right, yes. They make drama. What they do is they manufacture problems to make drama to throw fucking grenades in other people's laps. They're like, now handle this, right? Huh, how'd this get so fucked up? Now handle this. I told our other investor partner, right, I said, look, the, manage, the guy's management style is make trouble where there's not trouble. Then right, stir right. the trouble up even more and then hand the trouble off to someone who's actually got real work to do. That's, that's literally, that's what goes on there. It's insane. It is insane. All right, All right I'm going to fly up there and set things straight, I think. What's that? So I'm going to fly up there and set things straight. Please do. I would appreciate that. I'll kick open the door. I'm almost to the point where I'm like, I want to see it fail just because he's saying that he wants to run it. I'm like, you, know, you think he'll think it's his fault? I know. No. No. Nothing's ever his fault. Everybody else will be blamed, and he'll somehow make money off yeah. the deal. No, I don't think he'll do that. But He might, yeah. I mean, honestly, I hope he does because that means I'm making money off the deal too. So I don't know. Maybe I'll scoop in at the last minute and fucking try to save it. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't the book had part of that part of the book hasn't been written yet. My temptation is to want to. I've had to find myself actually let him make bad choices, right? So he can suffer the consequences. But he doesn't ever learn from them. Mm-hmm. But now, I brought our third investor partner in, who is more of a silent partner, to take a little more active role in what's yeah, going yeah. on. And I'm like, we have to watch. I want you to watch how this guy fucking operates, right? So I'll make suggestions, but I won't tell my partner. I'll make them to the other partner. I'm like, this is what he should do. And then he always does the opposite. He does the stupid thing, and it blows up in his face. So now it's <laughs> like, okay, do you see what I'm talking about? So being a partner, do you have to do anything, or can you just – I mean, could you at this point just be like, write it off and be like, fuck it, go in, yeah. sit in a chair, and just not do a goddamn thing or care, and you'll <laughs> be okay? That's where I'm at right now. But no, no, because the business will probably go under. Right. This would suck, but, I mean, I'm not going to be homeless. No. Right. I mean, no. I'll figure something out. Right. No, you're not going to be homeless. I'm saying, could you just go in there and not give a fuck? And they can't fire you because you're a partner. That's what I'm doing. Nice. Man, I kind of envy that. No, because it's super boring. And having the ringside seat to watching a guy fucking kill himself is interesting when it's a certain people in your life, I would imagine. But it's painful to watch in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're like, watch him strangle the kitten, so to speak. Ooh. You're like, yeah. uh, you know, so much promise. So many good people. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I mean, I, was, I told my wife here, I'm like, I almost feel like I could write a book, right? But you could. You totally could. I mean, could. seriously, about the dysfunction. So it's not just me that sees it. Everybody there sees the dysfunction. People outside of the fucking company see the dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's not me. 
That's how it always is. I even is. say to people sometimes, I'm like, am I just insane? Am I just an asshole and impossible? They're like, everybody is like, dude, you're spiraling. It is not you, right? And Everyone the sees The ground right. troops and, and the public always see the problems. Right. And here, here's the deal. You're a ground troop at heart. I mean, right. you're, that's exactly right. Thank you're you. up there and you're the guy, but your heart is with like the people in the trenches doing the fucking shit. So you see things from that point of view. Yes, I do. That's where I, where I spend most of my time. Right. right. Exactly. And because that's where you really run a business, dude. When I worked for, uh, it's worth it was, fun. As, a, as a food service manager, I got to go around with this guy named Ranger Cobb, right? He ended up owning the biggest fuck. He had he employed thirty five thousand people like a year or two after I met him, mm. because he became like the biggest owner of old folks homes in the whole fucking nation. Actually, he sold his place for five hundred million to a place that then hired him to be their CEO. Right, that's how Damn. good this guy was, and he was so fucking sane and so down to earth that when we would be in our meetings, like like he would come and visit our community, right, like our retirement community yeah not a retirement it's an old folks home right but it's a super nice one sure right like fancy and he would all he wouldn't meet with any of the fucking people at the top right he would meet with all the fucking housekeepers and the fucking people in the food service staff right and the maintenance people and i asked him why one time he's like because that's where the business happens right he's like that's the business you know, the customers and the lowest-level employees are the business. That Absolutely. is where you make or break your fucking business. Right. right. You don't do it up in the fucking C-suite. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, That's where the skill yeah. and the talent really is. Yeah, yeah. And, and the knowledge of what's going on. Okay, you're downstairs, you're Granger Cobb, and you hear something from a maintenance guy, and then you hear from another maintenance guy at another facility, and then another guy, you fucking go, you know what, there's a problem here. Do you know what your company needs already? Undercover boss. Yes. Yes. It's so funny that you say that because I told my wife that the other night. I'm like, he just needs to go on undercover boss. Exactly. You are so fucking right, Rufus. Yes. Absolutely. You get it. You fucking get it. I, I, I do get it. Of course yes. I get it. Yeah, you know what? Because every fucking boss, an undercover <laughs> boss, has no idea how to do the fucking job. And right. not capable of doing it. No. But they have a revelation. But, but, I mean, they do, and then they get to give away money, So then, it, which to me is like the ultimate humiliation. You know what I mean? Well, true, but at here's least. Your, you know, here, Johnny, here's 10000 grand because I fucking make too much money, and I don't even know how to do your job, but somehow I'm your fucking boss and make 150 times more than you. So here's ten grand, you pathetic piece of shit. Thanks well, for your fucking story. God bless God. Johnny. God doesn't have to because the CEO gets to write a fucking fat check to him at the end of the day. And, and he gets he, a tax break. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I always round up at Taco Bell. I want them to get a fucking $500 million tax break. Great. I mean, the, the, the audacity that they actually have the nerve. And I do round up because I'm a sucker. Because it's always like, I you want to give to the fucking kids at St. Jude's? Well, of course I do. I do it three times a year. So, yes, I do. But, but then why am I not getting the fucking write-off? Why is there not a place on my fucking W-2 that says donated, you know, whatever for write-offs to – oh, that's another app that they fucking stole from us. Remember when I was going to 
I had talked to you about an app, but you should have been learning how to do apps. You really kind of fucked us in a weird way. Fuck you. I'm, I'm busy learning other things. <laughs> what? You're, but you should have been learning about apps now. So okay. anyways, it was an app that we were going to call Can I Deduct This? Right? And you download yeah, yeah. a thing. You put in what your fucking small business is or whatever or even your job, and you take a picture of a thing at Lowe's or whatever, and it says yes or no. You can deduct it and how much you can fucking deduct and all that good shit. Now I think that, like, TurboTax or someone kind of has something like that. Well, I mean, if it's a, can't you deduct anything if it's a business expense? But I'm saying, not necessarily, no. No, you cannot. What? what? Uh, tons of stuff. It depends on what your job is. I mean, if you were a fucking carpenter, they're not going to let you deduct, like, art supplies. But, hey, who knows? Maybe you needed these art supplies to fucking finish out a wall. Right. And you have to, can I deduct this? You take a picture or try to figure it out, and there you go. They don't fucking know. Maybe you contracted an artist to do something. Well, uh, you're gonna have to send your 1099 to the, what you fucking paid that artist. Yeah, trust me. I'm glad I have an accountant. You know what you really need? <laughs> I just you need an need app everything and he does it. You need an app that can tell you if you could fucking deduct it or not. That's what you needed. Yeah. Your life would been complete. But look at you now. <laughs> look at you now. Hey, at least I have a job I like. Yeah, tell me about it, dude. You don't think I'm envious? I, I told my wife that digging a ditch would be a fucking more satisfying thing. Digging a ditch, filling it in, digging a bigger ditch, filling it in, digging a bigger <laughs> ditch with water in the bottom and filling it in because that's what my life is like every day anyways. I go to work. I watch them make problems. I try to solve their fucking problem for them while wrestling the bear, basically, and I have to do it all again the next day. And now I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing that anymore. You want to be like Peter at the end of Office Space, where he just ends yes. up working in construction, shoveling yes. dirt. Yes, I do. And you know what? I think about that all the time. I, I think about that, too. Office right now, I am Peter. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to be in a good mood, because I'm not doing anything wrong. You people want control of this fucking chaos that you've created? Now you have control. Now let's see your fucking great ideas. Now let's see whatever. You know what I mean? You thought you'd be so fucking good at it. I'm just getting out of your way. Show us how good you are. And I know it's going to make it fail, but I'm hoping that it reaches like a bottom. You know what I mean? Mm. Where it like bottoms out and you're like, okay, now we can, but the rebuilding process can happen. Who knows? <laughs> well, I said that part of the book hasn't been written yet. That's true. You know what, though? I know this much. I deserve better. You do. I really do. And everybody that works there thinks I do, too. Everybody. Do they not realize that without you, they would no. have nothing? No, they don't. And that's why I'm going to let them realize right now. Now is go time. Now is realize time. Good. And, hey, I hope you do great because then I'll just sit at home forever and collect a fucking check. There you go. You, I, I hope your ideas are as good as you say they are. But I know that they're not. <laughs> that, that's the painful part. And, you know, I'm a visionary, so what can you say? I don't know, Zigzag. I know it. I know it. I'm ready to move on, dude, to be honest with you. We'll sink some money into something else. Well, well, send me your idea that you don't want to say on here. I I don't want you to. I don't want you to say it on here. I will send a couple of them. Please do. No, now that you're begging, I will not. I shall. I'm begging. I'm demanding. There's a difference. You need to sign up for a subscription. To what? To zigzagsideas.com. And you can get a sneak peek and, you know, 
uh, I will share an idea or two a week. <laughs> Do you have a Patreon page? I don't. Yeah, I, that's what I'm. I'm going to open a, a my fans or an OnlyFans where I'll show you my wiener and my ideas at the same time. You could do that. I bet you could do that. Not the wiener idea, but the idea idea. Just like that guy in the 90s where you would, like, order this $400 package, and he's like, put tiny ads in the uh, classifieds. Go to fucking flea markets and buy random shit and sell it. Right. Just like, uh, right. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You got arrested. guys on TikTok now are like, Go to fucking Goodwill and buy things that you see online that are, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, pain in the ass. I would never. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of work. That sounds like a lot of work. It is. I might, just, you, I might just stick with this failing cannabis thing for now. Well, as long as you're making your paycheck, then. <laughs> well, I am. I am. That's for sure. And I shan't give them any reason to try to get rid of me. But, I mean, I, I have a. A severance agreement, so you did know, you say shan't. Yes, I did say shan't. Well done. <laughs> you have a problem with the word shan't? No, 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 it's just well used. You don't hear shan't that often. I'm speaking in colloquial English, English right now. I appreciate I that. I shan't say it again. Let me just <laughs> say that. I, so, are we playing any Jeopardy tonight, or are we skipping Jeopardy because we got a late start? Um. Yeah, 8.20. Let's skip it. We'll save it. Oh, come on. We usually go to 10 o'clock lately. No, we – well, your time, not my time. Well, it's only 9.20. It's one 8.20. Game. One game. We can't just do one. <clears throat> Play Jeopardy. All right. If, if Alexa breaks down, we'll quit. Well, we, we might as well quit right now. Unless we're on a roll. Then we shan't quit. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, everyone. <laughs> what is shan't? It's Saturday, I shan't which means my, I shan't it's time for a cruise written for teens and families. You can play Teen Jeopardy or catch up on the cruise from this week. Which do you want? Catch up. You haven't played Monday's cruise yet. Would you I like to catch up on I did you a favor because you were in a hurry. Yes. I hope you're ready. You haven't played Monday's cruise yet. Do you want to catch up on those clues? Yes. Be right. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is Miami News Clues. This rapper created local headlines in 2021 when it was revealed Mr. 305 did not include his home city of Miami in his tour schedule. Who is Pitbull? Yes, that's correct. The second category is who got next. This host became the next permanent anchor of the Daily Show after Craig Kilborn and John Stewart. Who is Trevor Noah? Good job. Our third category is reptiles. Change a letter in the name of a smelly mammal, also called a polecat, to get this cylindrical lizard that's usually no longer than eight inches. Repeat the question. Again, the category is reptiles. Change a letter in the name of the smelly mammal, also called a polecat, to get this cylindrical lizard that's usually no longer than eight inches. Can't give you a response, but say I don't know to forfeit. 
Which would you like? What is tadpole? That's oh. not it. The correct response was what is pink. Today's fourth what? category is from book to movie with a different that. title. This gallery fitted a movie about a teen turning her life around was promoted with a subtitle based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Well, this Freaky Friday. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Alexa. Freaky Friday. Stop whispering. You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You can also say repeat or I don't know. Again, the category is from which movie with a different title. This gathering should have been a movie about a teen turning her life around, was promoted with a subtitle based on the novel Push by Sapphire. What is Moonwalker? Sorry, the correct response is what is precious. Our fifth Jeopardy category is college football history. The first American football game took place in 1869 with records against the New Jersey Ivy League School, now called this. But it's Princeton. You're right. Our next Jeopardy category is AT. The response has the initials AT. It refers to the movement the plane is traveling. Some controllers are in charge of monitoring it on the runway. What is air traffic? You're right. Let's see what's in store in double Jeopardy. Our seventh Jeopardy category is Congress in the 19th century. In 1848, the Senate approved the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, giving the U.S. 525,000 square miles of land and ending this war. What is Spanish-American? No. The correct response was, what is the Mexican-American War? We're saying, Your eighth we're category saying category we're is that. around the world. Take that. The prime meridian runs through this borough of London, known for its noon time. What is Greenwich? You're right. Your category is tea time. People in Mexico call this colorful variety of tea, que verde. What is green? Yes, that's it. The next Jeopardy category is famous names. What has God wrought? Was the first message he sent via his new invention in 1844? Repeat the question. Again, the category Who is did famous the telegraph? Names. What has God wrought? Was the first message he sent by his new invention in 1844? It was Morse. Excellent. The 11th Jeopardy category is country music song titles. One of Kenny Rogers' nicknames was the title of this hit that advises listeners to know when to hold them, hold them, and walk away. What is the gambler? Correct. Our final category is a vowel of no oh, vowel. I forgot about that. Removing a vowel from this French word for a woman's bedroom results in BDR. What is boudoir? Good job. There's a new Jeopardy event going Man. on right now. To join the weekly Nine event, you'll need to become a premium subscriber. Do you want to learn how to subscribe? No. Maybe some other time. Let's see how you did. Twelve clues and nine correct. Nice work. You can still play the clues from Tuesday. Do you want to catch up on those clues? Yes. Yes. 
Let's see what's in store for the Jeopardy round. The first category is they named a city for him. This most populous Kentucky city is named for the king of France who was reigning when the city was founded. What is Louisville? Yes, that's correct. The second Jeopardy category is Bible Belt. On his way to Bethel from this walled city, Elisha met some boys who mocked his bald head. He retaliated by having bears tear them to pieces. Repeat the question? Again, the category I mean, right, is Bible I mean, Belt. Right On his way to Bethel from this walled city, Elisha met some boys who mocked his bald head. He retaliated by having bears tear them to pieces. What is Jerusalem? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is Jericho? The category is let's go to the auto shop. The job of this alliterative device is to turn pollutants and exhaust, like carbon monoxide, into less harmful products. What is a catalytic converter? Yes. I don't really get alliteration there. Our next Jeopardy category is the actor really saves the day. This actress didn't hide behind an avatar when she showed Guardian Instinct and helped an elderly woman out of her crashed car in 2012. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is the actor really saves the day. This actress didn't hide behind an avatar when she showed Guardian Instinct and helped an elderly woman out of her crashed car in 2012. Who's Sigourney Weaver? Natasha no, Leone. The correct response was who is Zoe Saldana. Uh, Today's fifth Jeopardy yeah. category no, is hidden anatomy. The response is a body part hidden in the text of the clue. To say hello, Gretel bowed and bent this joint of the arm, where the radius, ulna, and humerus meet. What is the elbow? Good job. Your next category is missing. Miss. Or Mr. said the free readings offered by her psychic hotline weren't always free. She would later reveal she wasn't truly psychic. Who is Ms. Claire? Remember, please who is respond it? in the form name? of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is Mrs. Miss. Ms. Cleo. The FTC said the free readings offered by her psychic hotline weren't always free. She would later reveal she wasn't truly psychic. Who is Miss Cleo? Excellent. I hope you're ready for another six clues. The seventh category is history. Before this president made all sorts of deregulation decisions, he was born in Tampico, Illinois, and moved to California in the 1930s. Who is Ronald Reagan? Yes. Damn! Your next Jeopardy category is fictional characters. The story of Moll Flanders was originally regarded as a memoir, but was later attributed to this Robinson Crusoe author. Please give your response, or say I don't know to forfeit. Which would you like? Again, the category is fictional characters. The story of Moll Flanders was originally regarded as a memoir but was later attributed to this Robinson Crusoe author. Who is Adam? That's not it. The correct response was who is Daniel Defoe. 
The next Jeopardy category is based on a common oh, languages. This state has about 20 distinct languages, most of which are in the Inuit Unangan and Na Dene group. What is Alaska? You're right. Damn, you're the Based on worldwide registration, the quiet, fluffy ragdoll was 2021's most popular breed of this pet. What is a cat? Yes, that's it. Bitch. Our next category is easy listening. Phil Collins of Genesis and Philip Bailey of this left group group hit number two with their duet, Easy Lover. Repeat the question. Again, the category the is easy was. listening. Phil Collins of Genesis. And Philip Bailey of this left group group oh. hit number two with their duet, Easy Lover. He's an easy lover. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases so like who is or what is. Uh, the new category is Easy Listening. Probably some... Phil Collins of Genesis and Philip Bailey of this left group group hit number two with their duet, Easy Lover. What is the Supreme? I mean, it's one of those bands like that, right? What band was Lionel Richie in? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who are Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, the last category is free as a word. The NOMA website has a section titled, This, for minors, legal independence from parents before turning 18. Repeat the question. Again, the category is free as a word. The NOMA website has a section titled, Emancipation. Legal independence from parents before turning 18. What is emancipation? Good job. Let's see your results. Well done. You got 8 of 12. What? You know, Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. What did we get the first on the first round? Did you ever say what we got on the first round? The first Jeopardy category is keeping up with NASA. In March 2022, NASA unsealed rock and dust samples that astronauts collected 50 years earlier on the final mission of this program. What is the Apollo program? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is New York State History. New York was the most populous state for 150 years oh. until this state took the top spot in the 1960s. What is California? Yes, that's correct. Today's third Jeopardy category is the reality I of TV. Right. This reality show continued production virtually through the pandemic as Neve and Tammy navigated the world of online deception. What is catfish? Yes, that's it. The next category is hundreds. This founder of the Christian Broadcasting Network down as regular host of the 700 Club in 2021. Who is Graham? Uh, no, the correct response was who is Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson. Your next category is A My Name Me. The response starts with the letter A. It's the first name of the Hill We Climb poet, Ms. Gorman. Who is Anne? Note, the correct response was what is Amanda. Our sixth category is prefix pairs. This pair of words with the same prefix 
near the perimeter of a circle and to go all the way around the world. Repeat the question. Again, the category is prefix pairs. This pair of words with the same prefix near the perimeter of a circle and to go all the way around the world. Diameter and what? And uh, Note, the correct I, response is what our circumference and circumnavigate. Uh, time for the double jeopardy round. Our next category is the top 40 presidential countdown. This president is at number nine, but thanks to getting down with the sickness, possibly pneumonia, he's only spending a month on the charts. Who is Adams? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is William Henry Harrison. Harrison. The eighth Jeopardy category. He got is pneumonia Africa. and died after one it's month in office. He got sick in inauguration. Finding names of African countries. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Africa. It's the only cardinal direction found in the names of African countries. What? What is north? No. It's a new thing. I know you said it last time. It said north and south. We got that one right. Right from Panda. We got two. Repeat the question. Again, the category is I created that fictional place. The author created Islam Nidlar, Jurassic Park, Home Island. Who is Michael Crichton? Yes. That's nice. It. Today's 10th Jeopardy category is world currency. Since others adopted the euro, Switzerland and Liechtenstein are the only European countries to use a currency with this name. What is the franc? Correct. The category is the movies. In a 2021 movie, Lady Gaga played Patricia Rajani, an outsider who marries into the family of this fashion house. Question. Again, the category is the movies. In a 2021 movie, Lady Gaga played Patricia Rajani, an outsider who marries into the family of this fashion house. What is Versace? <gasps> That's not it. The correct response was what is Gucci? Oh, no! It mean no offense. It's a hyphen. It can mean a foolish person, but we swear we're just talking about the unhyphenated treat made by hostess. What is a ding-dong? Good job. Let's see how you did. Not bad. You scored six out of 12 clues today. Eight. We still have clues from Thursday to play. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Pause it. Pause. i got to take a leak. With uh, let's sort. see what's in Alexa, store. Alexa, pause Jeopardy. You know what sucks is I, I, we did good What's on the, the first today? one. We did really good on the first one. We did. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take a leak too. Here, we'll play some tunage. Can you play some tunage? Play it. Make me do it. Fingers in 
Repeat the question. Again, the category is American grab bag. Outdoor activities abound in Bar Harbor, the gateway to Acadia National Park on this northern state's Mount Desert Island. What is Maine? Good job. Oh, my God. The second category is Maine's sports. Holy Nelson, shit. Cradle, and Near Fall are terms in this sport. What is wrestling? Good job. The next Jeopardy category is now for the secret word, TV title, and L.A. in a movie title. Repeat the question. Again, the category is now for the secret word. This word follows kitchen in a book title, city in a TV title, and L.A. in a movie title. What is confidential? Excellent. I hope you're ready for another six clues. Our category is astronomy. Another receives more attention for its downgraded status, but Eris is the largest of the bodies that received this new designation in 2006. What is a planet? That's correct. Our next Jeopardy category is describing the Pulitzer Fiction winner. In this 1986 winner, Jake Spoon, meets a group of former Texas Rangers on a big cattle drive to Montana. What is the Lonesome Dove? You're right. That's one of your favorite Our books, isn't it? Is trust fall. In an event sometimes called the Bell System Breakup, this telecom giant was forced to split into several smaller companies in 1984. Repeat the question. Again, the category is trust right? fall. In an event sometimes called so, the Bell yeah. System Breakup, this telecom giant was forced to split into several smaller companies in 1984. What is American Bell Telephone? Sorry, the is correct the response bell? is what is AT&T. Oh. Your next oh, category man. is a TV Mother's Day. On this comedy, Rainbow Johnson is mother to five kids, Andre Jr., Jack, Diane, Devante, and Zoe, who got her own freeform series. What is Blackish? Correct. It's actually a pretty good the show. The 11th Jeopardy category is Cross That Bridge. You can relate with Robert McCulloch bought the old version of this bridge and moved it to Arizona, where tour guides lead visitors across it every 90 minutes. What is the London Bridge? Yes. God damn! Our last Jeopardy category has come to it. The response ends with the letters IT. Washington, D.C. hosted the first G21 in 2008. What is the World Summit? Boom! Let's see your results. Fire! Shark. You almost scored a perfect game. You got 11 right. Damn. Damn. We should have got Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. That's wild. Let's take it away. Your first category is modern royalty. King Maswati III announced in 2018 that this S country of Africa will be renamed Eswatini. What is the Sudan? Nope. The correct response is what is Swaziland. The second category is ethnic groups. The Punjabi people come from Punjab, a region of more than 80 million, currently divided by Pakistan and this country. What is India? Correct. The third category is patting the show. Simone Biles is the most decorated woman in this sport.
that requires national qualifying events to have met 20 centimeters thick. What is gymnastics? You're right. Our next Jeopardy category is international computer glossary. Inkjet is a kind of drucker. It's peripheral in German. What is a printer? Excellent. The next Jeopardy category is two first names. We need both names. It was the start of something big when he hosted the first Tonight Show in 1954. Repeat the question. Again, the category Steve is something, two right? first names. Steve. It was the start of something big when he hosted the first Tonight Show in 1954. Give your response, or say I don't know to forfeit. Which would you like? Who is Steve Miller? No, the correct response is who is Steve Allen. Steve Allen. The next category is new to the OED. From Korean, it's a video or live stream where the subject eats a lot of food, and we mean a lot. What is a mukbang? Good job. What? for the Jeopardy round. How do you even Time know Time now that? for double Jeopardy. Our next category is world geography. Whale watching is a popular activity for tourists visiting this region of southern Argentina and Chile. Please give your response or say I don't know to forfeit. Repeat the Which question. Would you like? Repeat. Again, the category is world geography. Whale watching is a popular activity for tourists visiting this region of southern Argentina and Chile. What is the Sunset Coast? That's not it. The correct response was what is Patagonia? Ah. The category is historical fiction. A Michelle Moran novel tells of the family drama surrounding this queen who busted out and married Akhenaten at age 15. Who is Cleopatra? No, the correct response is Nefertiti. Oh, did the you, were you going to say Nefertiti? No. The Senate-day denomination of this branch of Protestantism claims almost 22 million members. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Protestant. The Senate-day denomination of this branch of Protestantism Claims almost 22 million members. What are Adventists? Correct. Your next Jeopardy category is our brands on that. This brand logo is on packages of Milano and Bordeaux cookies. What is, what is Hillshire Hillshire Farm? Farm? Correct. Our next category is 4M. The response is a word with 4M, something that lessens your comfort or adds a frustration. We're sorry for that. What is nuisance? Remember, please respond in the form of a question, question. starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is 4N. It's something that lessens your comfort or adds a frustration. We're sorry for that. Inconvenience. You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You could also say repeat or I don't know. Again, the category is 4N, something that lessens your comfort or adds a frustration. We're sorry for that. What is inconvenient? Yes, that's correct. 
The final category is Affairs. This FX miniseries is titled for the occupation of Claire, played by Kate Mara, who has an illicit affair with soccer star Eric. What is nurses? Nope. The correct response was what is a teacher? Here's how you did on these clues. All right. You got 7 of 12. You played all the clues this week, but let's see what you can play again. You last played the clues from Friday. Which day would you like to replay? Monday. From Monday. Good luck. We didn't even get the first question, remember? It's true. true. The first category is Miami News Clues. This rapper created local headlines in 2021 when it was revealed Mr. 305 did not include his home city of Miami in his tour schedule. Who is Pitbull? Yes, that's correct. The next category is You Got Next. This host became the next permanent anchor of the Daily Show after Craig Kilborn and Jon Stewart. Who is Trevor Noah? Correct. We did good on the Our next Jeopardy category is Reptiles. Change a letter in the name of the smelly mammal. To get this cylindrical lizard, that's usually no longer than eight inches. What is a slink? Yes, that's correct. The fourth Jeopardy category is from book to movie with a different title. Gathering Citibay Movie, about a teen turning her life around, was promoted with the subtitle, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. What is precious? Good job. <laughs> the fifth Jeopardy category is college football history. Those were two we didn't know. The first know. American football game took so we'll place in 1869 with records against the New Jersey Ivy League school, now called this. What is what Princeton? Is yes. You got that right. Our sixth Jeopardy category is AT. The response has the initials AT. We knew this one. It refers to the movement of planes traveling. Some controllers are in charge of monitoring it on the runway. What is air traffic? Yes, that's it. It's time for the double jeopardy round. Our next category is Congress in the 19th century. In 1848, Senate approved the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, giving the U.S. 525,000 square miles of land and ending this war. What is the Spanish-American War? No, I know the correct what it is response now. is what is the Mexican-American War? Your category is around the world. I the meant I didn't want to say it because I thought it was like a What is Greenwich? You're right. It's classless to say Mexican-American War. It needed to be the Hispanic-American People in Mexico call this colorful variety of What is fair day? No, well, the correct response is the back is American War. Oh, Green Team, we got that one right. So I'm taking one of these away. What has God wrought? Was the first message he sent by the invention right? in 1844. Who is Morse? Yes, that's correct. Today's 11th Jeopardy category is country music song titles. One of Kenny Rogers' listeners got this one right. is the title of this hit that advises listeners to know when to hold them, hold them, and walk away. What is the gambler? You're right. Our final category is a vowel of no vowels. Removing a vowel from this French word for a woman's bedroom results in BDR. What is boudoir? Correct. So we got 10. We got 10. 12 total clues and 10 of them correct. Way to go. Woo! That's your best score yet. 
Great job. All right. Yeah, Jeopardy. You can show your support. All right. So where did we end up? Uh, average of nine. That's pretty damn good. Now our overall average is. Uh, overall average. Dang on. We've been doing pretty good the last couple of weeks. Eight point four four is the overall. We uh, did uh, last time we played. We got an average of ten. Right. The one, two, three weeks before that, we had eight point two, eight point six, eight point six. So we haven't had a nine until before that. Right. Well, excellent job tonight, Rufus. Well, thank you. Yes, very good job. Very good job. And, folks, thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hours. I'm Rufus. This is Double Z saying, ow, ow, ow. This is Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow. And i got to say, I think one thing that helps us is to get our P's done before the game starts. Because I think having to pee muddled my brain. I so I think from now on. I ate some uh, hummus. What? Hummus? Yeah, I ate some some snack chips on some hummus. Well, that's well, good. I mean, that gives you carbs. It did. It got my brain going. Carbs. I think I actually answered India right after that. Did I not for Punjabi? Your game really picked up. It really did. I Now did. I know why they have all the call centers. I still love your idea for a call center where it's hillbilly people saying, Hey, y'all, it's Roshnish. Call them to see what you want. <laughs> and we strictly call India. We should. We should. Just call Indian fucking places. Yeah. I like it. I think that's an excellent idea, Rufus. Maybe we'll flesh that out with our other ideas. I will send you a couple of texts, if not tonight, in the morning with my other ideas on them. And we will be in touch. Folks, thanks for listening. This is the double scene saying out. I can't find music. Where is show ender? There it is. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hours with Dragon Rufus.